When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to a bonus episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. Of course, it's your boy Mars here talking about some of the stuff that has been going on during the week. Do not get twisted. I've got my Donda and I've got my CLB thoughts coming very soon. I'm still listening to the albums. I'm still giving my final verdict on things that need to get done and produced for it. However, I have got to talk about a few other things and there's been one or two topics that have kind of got me this week in a little midweek session that we're having right about now. So before you go anywhere, if you're new to the podcast, make sure that you, you know, you get involved, you subscribe to the podcast, follow me on socials, etc., etc. because I am going to be about, you know what I mean, as active, you know what I mean? We've got loads of more content coming your way very, very soon. But I'm going to talk about one story, UK, one story us i'm going to keep this sh- as short and sweet as possible because i don't want to get into too much depth but that being said if i get spirited we're going to make this a bit longer so a couple of weeks ago estg he was on the podcast and uh, he had another song with lil baby i think it was rylo rodriguez and a few other people that came out on estg's album and it was pretty solid it's actually a very decent track it's not too bad i think four two dogs on that as well i can't remember the name of the song off the top of my head but it came out on the estg's tape which came out in june or july or might have been july i think i did that interview in july and in that song a little baby came out and basically said that he he is this generation's lil wayne and that is a big statement because you know you think about the era of where we're at right now with rap and as much as the Lil Baby and I'm just bear in mind I'm not even hating on Lil Baby at all and even though I'm going to use some numbers as an example of things obviously that whole saying men lie women lie numbers don't that is straight BS because at the end of the day numbers can always be manipulated that's always remember that you know what i mean especially in these day and age of these hackers and everyone moving crazy yeah you know i mean people were out here paying for youtube views back in the day I'm not saying little baby does that i'm just saying that numbers can be manipulated but lil wayne at his peak probably the carter three sold a million units back in the time when it one hip-hop wasn't as big as it is now and it wasn't as commercialized and that album and that, that whole lil wayne era was crazy he effectively passed the torch over to, you know, your boy Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole. Even, even one of those people can have a claim to say it's their era. But if we're talking about biggest legacy acts, I'd probably say Drake and Kendrick. And I'd say for a commercial standpoint and for the amount of like love and support up until about now with Certified Loverboy and Scorpion. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Dark Lane demo tapes don't count. Like, he has got this era on lock still. Even in Certified Loverboy, Drake still raps about how we're in the golden ages of his his time. Now, does that mean we're getting towards the end? Because remember, there was that lyric that he said he wanted to be retired by 35. Obviously, that's changed and that's subject, subject to change, of course. Because even Lil Uzi Vert said at one point he wanted to retire by, like, 27. He's 27 and he's got that tune with Blue Notes and Meat Mill. But, of course, even he said that was just because he was uh, he was tripping at the time when he did that Nardwa interview. But 
What I'm trying to say is, Lil Baby is not in an era. Lil Baby has had a fantastic two to three years, obviously, again, starting probably with a few of the underground songs. Obviously, we saw him in that song. I can't remember the name of it now. It's the one with Offset, Young Fug. Oh, what's it called? They go, you dig, you dig. I can't remember the name of the song. And it's actually, oh, I think it's called Goo Up, actually. Uh, it's off Jeff, my, no, no, my name is Jeffrey from Young Fug anyway. But that, he was in the background of that song. And then really and truly, Lil Baby took off with Yes Please, in brackets, Pikachu with Drake. And then after that, he had Drip Too Hard. And then you kind of saw Lil Baby go on this mad run where he would jump on remixes or with people like Kiana Lede. And then say from 2019 or slash 2020, he just went on a run and started going crazy. And he dropped song after song after banger after banger. Don't get me wrong, Lil Baby is a sick artist, mad talented, but he's not in an era where he's got the whole audience locked in. Because even with this Lil Dirk, Lil Baby tape, like you're looking at it and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, like solid tape. I like Lil Dirk, I like Lil Baby, but no one is not the whole hip hop hemisphere and the commercial hemisphere and the whole world, or like I say world, but obviously you know what I mean, like in a more controlled viewpoint, is actually out here say, stopping to listen to, to Lil Baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, people are not gonna go crazy and be like, raw, like, Lil Baby, like, that's the album of the year. Like, obviously, we haven't had a little, I don't think we've had a Lil Baby album by himself this year. I know we had one last year, which was actually solid. I had like emotionally scarred and songs on that, but we haven't had a Lil Baby solo tape this year. Neil, nor have we had a Lil Dirk one. But the difference is, is like, he's in, he's doing very well for himself, but. I know, I know the way the internet and stuff moves and you can be the hottest rapper one year and you can fall off the next. Not saying that Lil Baby again is gonna fall off. I'm just saying, or this year, like, I'm just saying that it's when you make claims and I'm that might this might just be like a rap claim, yeah? Just him saying it, you know, of course, just being on a braggadocious flex and just getting them like lyrics out. I just thought, you know what, like, you say you're you're the you know the Lil Wayne of this era, but all that you share at the moment is the Lil in your name. Like again, I rate Lil Baby hard, but until you can string it together and become the hottest artist in the game and the whole world's looking at you, it's not you're not at that level yet. You know what I mean? You're not at that level, bro. Like you gotta you gotta calm down, you gotta relax, you gotta you gotta chill a little bit. And the reason why I'm saying this as well, because better in mind, Lil Baby has been on a mad and like fire run. But even in the last, like, say, 12 to 15 months, Lil Durk is like, you know, the voice, what's it called, the voice in the, was it voice in the streets, voice in the heroes? I don't even know, voice in the heroes, I don't know. Lil Durk anyway, right? He actually has more hits on the Billboard Hot 100 than Lil Baby does. Now that is a big, that's a big feat. That's a big, that's a big W for Lil Durk right there. But that even backs up my point even more about Lil Baby, do you know what I'm saying? Like, again, Lil Baby, great artist, on a hot run, you know what I mean? He's, he's going in right now. But so was Fetty Wap in 2015. Again, not saying that man's gonna fall off. I'm just saying that it can be different. You know what I'm saying? It's different vibes. But Lil Doug, let's talk about that because that is a big feat right there. So you're seeing like, and obviously I'm talking about Billboard because that's where the, their charts are. If we're talking about British artists, which we're gonna talk about a bit later, then we'll talk about the official charts because that's what we care about. But when it comes to American artists, we gotta care about the Hot 100. And I'm gonna run through some of these songs. You got Laugh Now, Cry Later with Drake, of course, which should have made Certified Loverboy. It would have been a lot better album if it was on there, but we'll get to that when I do the review. Back in Blood, 
No More Parties, the remix, every chance I get, where a man like DJ Khaled said, keep going. But that was for Lil Baby, to be fair. Three-headed goat with Lil Baby, still tripping, hats off. Basically, a lot of the Lil Baby, Lil Dirk songs are in there, but you even got songs like Stay Down with Black and Young Fog, uh, Polo G, Kid Leroy. I'm um, looking at Rod, like Rod Wave already won. I'm skipping a few of the other ones because that's a lot of the other songs. You had Back in Blood, 24 Hours. Like even Pain Away came out like last May and charted. That peaked at 93 with Meat Mill, so it wasn't that high, but still getting the top 100 is something good. And then, yeah, you literally run through and you've got other songs like No Auto with Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Duck. But the fact that you're hitting the Billboard Top 100 shows how important, you know, how important you are and the power that you've got right about now. Do you know what I mean? Because not everyone just hits that. And when you look at in 2021, I just, I scrap all of last year, yeah, and I just leave it. Right now, Lil Durk sits at, there with 35 entries in the Billboard Hot 100. Lil Baby, sorry, that's Lil Durk. Lil Baby sits at 28. Justin Bieber sits at 21, so does Polo G. Dennis Rod Wave, Tyler the Creator at 14, probably most of it off his album that came out earlier on. J. Cole on 13, Pop Smoke on 13, so is Young Fug and Drake's at 12, but obviously that's subject to change because his album's come out now, so a lot of those songs will chart. So Drake will probably jump up that. He's only got 21 songs on his album, so even if all 21 charted, he would still be under Lil Durk. And Lil Durk's on the album, so Lil Durk would move to 36. So you see what I'm saying? You, should, you see what I'm saying? Like right now, even people can say they're the dawn of the era, but even though, again, men line, the women lineups don't, I don't believe in that saying. I think it's rubbish in this sense, the stats. Prove all. I'm saying the stats prove all. So that's my American take for the week on this bonus episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. But keeping up with the spirit of numbers, I want to talk about notes because notes last, or not even last Friday, the Friday before, two weeks ago, he dropped his album, 3D album. Pretty solid tape. I missed it, to be fair. I can't lie to you. I did watch his Easy Mills interview, it was all right was decent but it felt, felt a bit shaky at points as well it felt like it was a bit mad a bit anti but i've interviewed notes and like when addison lee came out so i think it was when addison lee came out back in like 2017 it was i think it was early like 2017 or 2018 i interviewed him but like he had the album come out and it didn't even hit the top 100 albums in the uk so just for reference, Take Notes 1 did, and so did Take Notes 2. And Take Notes 2 sat at its highest entry point, but Take Notes or 3D album, which is like basically the third part and the, the official album of Notes, did not chart whatsoever. And that is crazy. That's absolutely crazy because Notes is an artist that a couple of years ago, you know, you had my lover go off you had fine line he was like the guy who or you'd always see it like capital summertime ball and i remember when he first came out everyone was calling him a j-hoss clone and he kind of broke away from that and it was just like yeah wow like this is actually a sad feat it's like i don't know why i keep saying feet the word the word of the day is feet and i don't mean f-e-e-d f-e-a-t you know what i'm saying i will get the grammar guy get the vocabularies expanded but literally I'm, I was so shocked when I saw that because I thought it would chart at least. Maybe it wasn't going to chart higher because I didn't feel like there was real momentum behind it. I don't know if we've got any more music videos that have come out since that because they're not getting recommended to my YouTube and I don't subscribe to Notes' channel. But the album itself, let's talk about it because what I can 
tell you from it is that the momentum was never there. I remember last year, I was doing like YouTube reviews quite heavy. Like it's during the pandemic when like I was on furlough and there wasn't as much going on. And had, my voice is cracking up, wait, it's moving mad. Yeah, so he had the song One More Time with AJ Tracy that came out. It was okay. It was just okay. I thought it was decent at the time. I have not, when I saw that re come up on the album, I was like, oh wow, I forgot about that song. And that's my honest reaction to it. It was, oh, it's all right, it's not bad. Like, okay, do you know what I mean? And then closer to the album, we have Boom Bam that came out of Young T and Bugsy. And Young T and Bugsy are in a good space right now. They just dropped a song with Cranium. So they're not really too worried. They're still kind of living off that um, high of Don't Rush and doing bits in America, having a remix with The Baby and Busta Rhymes and probably being able to get themselves into a few more doors now. So they're still loading up. Obviously, New Shape came out towards the end of the, well, end of 2020, early, early 2021. But was still a good song. Not really, there's no pressure, there's no rush for them right now, do you know what I mean? But they'll be, they need a, another UK hit soon, just to solidify their position. Otherwise, whereas Notes was the guys at one point, Young T and Bugsy could kind of fall into that trap. But I like Young T and Bugsy, I've met them in real life, They're, they've been on the podcast before, I respect them a lot, so I hope, I wish nothing but the best for them. But even with that song, like, came out closer to the album's release, but as much as it was a bit of a vibe, it didn't hit. It didn't have that same like engagement factor or wow factor that previous note songs in the past have done. You know, if we're talking about not just Alison Lee, but Aladdin and so many other songs as well. Like it's just, there's been a few other songs that have hit. Even like Sit Back Down with Malik Berry, when he had like, hit in 2018, like Notes had like a really mad run where he was going crazy. He even had that song with Sneak Bow called Nah. Like there was a lot of songs that were popping from Notes and I was like, I see what you're doing here and you're on a mad run. This could be you. But he kind of, he obviously in his interview, he said that he's going through some stuff. So, you know, I wish him nothing but blessings and stuff. But to come back and then to not have this album chart, well, as much as he had T with Savage on there and Avelino and other, other people, I just feel like, I like the song Third Eye. I like some of the, the production on it, like J5's on there as well. Like, great, fantastic, love it. But will that help push your album you need songs like Third Eye, do you know what I mean? It was, it was really nice to hear that, but you need like a song that's gonna grab people to get towards the album. I just don't think that this tape had that. I feel like the tape just didn't have that gravitas. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I just don't feel like the tape had the gravitas to bring people in. I don't even know why I had to get gas by that. It's not every day you use the word gravitas, but like, I just don't think it had the, the like the, the drag in to be like, oh, let me listen to that tape. Like what's notes done recently? But listen, I'm not gonna brandish this an L. It's not a great thing to see. It's your debut album. You dropped two mixtapes beforehand. You can't break the top 100 and Billboard, or oh, sorry, in the official charts, which the number is a lot less than it is in you know other places and spaces. However, at the same time, listen, people have to kind of hit sometimes a low to, to boost. He's changed management now. He's locked in hopefully. And maybe we'll see him jump on some more features and start doing music and start doing the madness sometime soon. Cause that will be great to see. I wanna see, I wanna see everyone win, do you know what I mean? Especially if I like your music and even more so if I've had a chat with you and 
I realise you're okay, you're not a dickhead. Because there are some people that you meet or you do interviews with and it's like, yeah, got nothing to say in it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll never see them on the podcast and sometimes you will. And you'll know by the timestamps. <laughs> you'll know by the time limit. Basically go back to the last five interviews and find the shortest one and you'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah, anyway, I'm joking. That's, I'm joking. I'm being, I'm being harsh. I'm being harsh. I'm being harsh. But I'm joking at the same time. Am I? Hmm, we don't know. We'll move on. <laughs> But that is my take, man. I thought, like, obviously, Lil Baby, Lil Duck, they've been working together. Lil Baby came out of that bar, but Lil Duck seems to be in a better place right now. We still got another three months left of the year. Let's see what happens there. You know, I wanted to talk about Notes' album. Again, I would suggest going and listening to it for yourself. I just, the stats don't back it, but it's not a bad album. I found it quite enjoyable to listen to as a, as a background vibe thing, especially as I was, like, I was driving, or I wasn't driving, I was in a passenger. I'm a, TLC scrub I'm just not trying to holler at people in the passenger side but I'm definitely in the passenger seat and um, it was a nice vibe as we were as we were driving as we were getting to where we needed to get to so yeah I think it's, it's good for that purpose but I don't know you know the rest I don't know how well it's gonna sit with everybody because like I said I didn't see no hype around it but who knows man it's, everything's always subject to change we can always see what happens in the future Anyway, that is it for this week. I did try and say I'm going to keep it short and sweet, but somehow we got the two topics all the way to this length. If you've listened all the way to the end, I want to say massive appreciation and shout out to you as always for locking in, listening. Make sure you get at me on my socials at Miles Mikulski. Let me know what you want me to talk about. If there's any extra things you want me to talk about, just give me a shout, man. I'm here. I'm going to be dropping some more extra episodes. Of course, we got to talk about Kanye and Drake. I've got to do it. I know I have to. So I'm going to be doing that very, very soon. But I wanted to get this one out for you. Bonus episode. If you're lucky, you might get a bonus episode on Friday as well. We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, I'll catch you guys in a bit. Peace.